0: Hello, my name is Ken, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Sleeping with a Dumbbell. This is a multi-episode series in which this is episode 14 of 14. Fear, kill, hell, arg. Let's go. Matthew 10, 28. And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. I like to read that as a reminder that I am, but just dirt, meant to return to the same place for which I came. My time and that for which it comes is in his control. There are no accidental deaths in the kingdom of God. Now just a nugget, and I did another message on this, If you look at the last statement, him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell, there is a prevailing thought, and it's supported by scripture, that hell will be thrown into the lake of fire. It says so. And perhaps this scripture is alluding to that event. Destroy the soul and the body. So it is possible that people will not actually live in hell for all of eternity, but they will be trapped there. I don't know what that would be like, and I can't even imagine. I guess I don't have to worry about that. So let's go to Scripture. Therefore you are inexcusable, O man, whoever you are who judge. For in whatever you judge another, you condemn yourselves. For you who judge practice the same things. But we know that the judgment of God is according to the truth against those who practice such things. And do you think this, O man? You who judge those practicing such things and doing the same, that you will escape the judgment of God? Or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and long suffering, knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? But in accordance with your hardness and your impotent hearts, you are treasuring up for yourselves wrath in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. Who were rendered to each one according to his deeds. Eternal life to those who by patient continuance in doing good seek for glory, honor, and immortality. But to those who are self seeking and do not obey the truth, but obeying unrighteousness, indignation and wrath, tribulation and anguish on every soul of man who does evil, of the Jew first, and also of the Greek. But glory, honor, and peace to everyone who works what is good, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek, for there is no partiality with God. So this is more reasons to obstacles that they have placed in their own path. Verse 12: For as many have sinned without law will also perish without law, and as many have sinned in the law will be judged by the law, for not the hearers of the law are just in the sight of God but the doers of the law will be justified. For when Gentiles who do not have the law by nature do the things in the law, these, although not having the law, are a law to themselves, who show the works of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and between themselves, their thoughts accusing or else excusing them, in the day when God will judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. Now we move back into the light and explore the role of men in a marriage relationship. Ephesians 4, 2 With all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bear with one another in love. The couple gets to make a decision about the strength of the relationship in God. All that stuff that has been included in this single message is sufficient to change your life for all time if you hear and apply it. Not giving Jesus your burdens, living a life of expectations instead of serving, not obeying, but attempting to wear two crowns, yours and his, is just plain rebellion and hardness of heart. We want control so we can predict the outcome. If this actually happened, not one outcome would be trying, testing, or faith-building. As humans, We fear the loss of control and predictability. But this is why he calls us to a life of faith. Just believe. I did not cover adultery or fornication too deeply as those things are as a result of us not following God's plan for marriage. There is also some discussion about how these behaviors also affect your body, which is the temple of God. Not what this is about. And as a reminder, I do not have it all figured out. I am still learning, battling, warring suffering, going and growing through trials and suffering to maturity. I have a good marriage that has stood the test of time, and all that that brings to bear on it. Some of you have better marriages than mine, and in fact could shed a different light on marriage. In a call to do so, you should shed that light. My light in calling is to hit the specific things, and in doing so, it is my hope that we truly see the magnificence that marriage is. All of time will end, and when it does, eternity will begin with us in a marriage to Jesus. And so late in the message, where we often want to hear something soothing, I would say that divorce and the natural reflects your position in and with Christ in eternity. I know that there are exceptions, and Jesus gives us clear ones. And Jesus gives us a clear one. But as surely as I'm sitting here, typing this out, I know that I know. If you pursue God seriously and in like manner that you pursued the things of this world, then you will be able to stand when the day comes to knock you off your feet, and that day will come, and it won't just come once, and at times it will be unrelenting and persistent. This is why you need to be on your Christian game at all times and in all seasons. Titus 2:16 in the Message Translation helps us to focus on what is important in the relationship and outline some of our purpose. This is Paul speaking to Titus. Your job is to speak out on the things that make for solid doctrine. Guide older men to live lives of temperance, dignity, and wisdom into health, faith, love, and endurance. Guide older women into lives of reverence so they end up as neither gossips nor drunks, but models of goodness. By looking at them, the younger women will know how to love their husbands and children, be virtuous and pure, keep a good house, be good wives. We don't want anyone looking down on God's message because of their behavior. Also, guide the young men to live disciplined lives. I bet you didn't know that God called all Christian women to be models, did you? <laughs> you women teach your kids how to treat their future husbands by how you treat yours. What an honor. I believe women have a very significant role in the kingdom of God. You seem to be natural nurturers and servants. Your commitment to family is unmatched by any man I ever ran across. But all of what you are, and can be, is wrapped up in the word potential. You have the potential to be extraordinarily significant in shaping this planet, your family, where you work, and the church you attend. You must watch out for the predator, flatterers, Those who would seek to take advantage of you, your husband, if not born again from the womb, nor raised by wintering nomads, should know how to protect you from such beasts. Adam dropped the ball by not covering and protecting Eve, and so she was seduced by a beast. This is a spirit on earth, causing and using men to commit unspeakable crimes against humanity, and especially women. Men, there are times and seasons for stuff and to do stuff. You had better protect your wives, lest the enemy come right under your roof and snatch her away. What drew you to her will draw others to her as well. If you are inclined to sleep with every Joan, Kim, and Mary, boyfriend or not, then others are capable of the same sin. Be the strong man of God you were called to be. God may have told the woman to submit to your authority, to honor and to obey you, but you better believe that God will hold you accountable if you choose to live by title only and not by His instructions to you on how to behave as a husband. Now get off your couch and equip others who are in shipwrecked marriages. We need saints to do the work of ministry and to desire to make disciples at last. A sound marriage can accelerate this process, reaching to the heights of a hundredfold, if it be His will and blessing. We finish by tuning into what Matthew states, in eleven, twenty eight through thirty. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. You will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Cast out the dumbbell and sleep in a flat bed again. You are not designed to carry the weight of this world. You were called to carry out his plan and purpose. Look, It's like the comparison between regular soda and diet soda. Regular weight is heavy and not at all good for you. But diet weight is a much easier burden to carry. So carry my equals. Well, that's it for today and for this series. Well, if you got this far, you are no longer a prude dude. Well, at least you are more enlightened about the importance of intimacy in your relationship. Share with others if you think it would help. But please pay attention to the caution. This message is not for everybody, especially those who may be struggling in the area of lust. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from them. Together we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still and destroy the works of the enemy, and create space for the light of life to shine through into people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep Waters.